2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel, with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, from BetQL. Uh... My Welcome God. back, Becky. Well, daily presented <laughs> as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, with you on a Wednesday as we get set for what should be a great weekend in sports. We got the NBA, we got college basketball. There still is a college football game, a title game to preview. We'll get to that later this week. And on Monday, we get Alabama, Georgia, the NFL. Some golf is back, so we got a lot here that we're very excited about. And it is the beginning, Joe, of the golf season. We just had Jeff Feinberg on talk about the tournament this weekend, but. I know you, you mentioned we have some listeners who probably have maybe dabbled a little bit, maybe never have in golf. We're going to talk more about it. This is our first time doing a full season of golf. Yeah. Last year, we, we were up doing the show and, and jumped into some of the big events. But We'll talk about um, each of the big ones and, and bring on Jeff and give our picks and all that. But let's talk about how, for people out there that really haven't done this, how to bet on golf, what to jump on, whether it be matchups, whether it be you know to, to outright winner of a tournament, like where we go, and because uh, it's something that not everyone has is, is always jumped on.
4: I, I'm glad golf is back, and I'll be watching Maui this weekend to lift my spirits. Because you're asking me during the break if I've heard a flu Rona, and then I, I look down on my phone, and there's an emergency alert. It says National Weather Service: colon snow squall warning oh, until ten thirty. Yeah. What? What is that? You don't know what a squall Just, is, dude? You don't squall? I, snow snow squall? What is that <laughs> mean? The whole been squad squalling, dude. Yeah, but we, we, we all have been. What, what are you swall? saying? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You don't squall, dude? No. What, maybe I do. I don't know. Damn, this
2: guy doesn't even know so, what a squall is. What a loser.
4: So it's basically just like a what gust. Who is that talking? It's Jake.
2: It's me. Wait, who, why are they calling it wind who, gusts? Who else would be talking? Like, who else <laughs> is it ever? Because you, do you, you don't think, have your video on. You, you think Gertz talking. is just it's chiming in here to chirp you?
4: I wish you would.
3: A snow squall is like a very, very sudden burst of snow and, and intense wind.
4: But they used to say wind gusts.
3: No, no, but like That's it's at a, it, it comes out of Almost. It. Think of a snow tornado. Like it, it comes out yeah, of nowhere. I heard it
4: all night. I heard it all night. <laughs> but why are they sending me the warning? It woke me up in the middle of the night. With the they're wind.
3: worried about you. They, they know you're down in the basement doing this show. I'm not leaving they're trying the to house. keep you
4: safe. They are not worried about the me National
2: Weather Service. Just uh, by the way, this is Jake. The National Weather Service just doesn't want you to be surprised when you leave your cave after the show.
4: I'm not going to be surprised because I hear it. It's quite scary. I thought all sorts of stuff was happening on the roof. Uh, slow down or delay travel. No, if I got to go somewhere to go somewhere. I don't have to go anywhere. Oh, zero <laughs> visibility. I'm not going anywhere.
3: I'm out. <laughs> okay, I'll stay That's right here.
4: Man, the last few days, I it's garbage day, so I have thought I'm really happy I don't deliver for Amazon or pick up the garbage or anything like that over the next couple of months.
3: So when I first got out of college, before I I, I got like a a job doing uh, I talked about high school sports on the radio. The first thing I did, I worked for FedEx. I was a seasonal driver <laughs> for like uh, like six months, uh, I mean, less than that, but like four months. Now
4: the, they don't have the short shorts like UPS, right? I
3: did not – well, it was winter when I was working there. I did not wear short <laughs> shorts. But, like, you mentioned Amazon. that Amazon has taken over everything now. That job was tough. Like, I – like – and it was, it was seasonal. It was Christmas time. I was there. Like, I oh, got in there shit. at, like, 7 a.m. And I wasn't done my – like, my – I couldn't be done at work until the truck was empty. I got to deliver everything. It was, like, 8 o'clock at night. Like, I'm like, how do they do that all day? Like, all year round? It was intense.
4: So, my wife is big on especially December and how much we get stuff delivered – leaving we have a table out near the front door and there's all sorts of drinks and candy and snacks for people that deliver stuff um is that normal or was I it normal
3: with you no i wouldn't say it was normal i, I don't remember much of that but it's that, definitely I wish more I of a thing now
4: house. okay so it's yeah. normal now okay you, and, then, and this did,
3: was like 12 years ago Whatever.
4: did you have any bad interactions with people anybody yell at you you damaged something and
3: no, I don't remember anything like. That. I just remember being cold and wet, and I hated I imagine it. imagine you do?
4: Actually, I can. I can, because on the ring doorbell, I see the people that come up and del- deliver stuff. They I look can like totally me. See, I can totally <laughs> yeah. see you doing that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: I, I didn't hate the idea of it, and most of the time I was five, it was like, boy, I'm cold and tired. I want to go home now. It's
4: terrible. Outside yeah. jobs, man. I respect you. And you say
3: that as we sit in our house talking about squalls and golf,
4: and and golf in Maui. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do for a living. Here's the best part about golf betting, especially eh, it could be outright or whatever. It is. We talk about entertainment, and I think most of us approach it that way. The majority of our listeners and viewers, you get four days out of this. If you've got a bet that's live and outright or even a matchup that's going down to Sunday, you get four days of entertainment while betting golf. And there are different ways to attack it, like Jeff Feinberg said. Uh, pick your own adventure, you can do outrights, and that's the ones that you see the sports betting accounts tweet about or people brag about their tickets. Look at me. I hit this 50, 60 to 1, which is quite normal. That that might happen once or twice a year on an award or, right. or something in another sport. Happens all the time in golf. Now, some of the top golfers like Shaffle or JT, yeah, they win, and they get their wins, but on a random week, happens all the time. I've seen 200 to 1 winners in some of these smaller golf tournaments. So it does happen. Uh, that gets the publicity. But if you're just dipping your toe in the water, I would say do some homework, do some research on this, and look at matchups. That's where I would start. And then you have one golfer matched up against another, better score over the weekend, wins. If your opponent in your matchup does not make it, make the cut to the weekend, then you get your money right then and there after Friday's round uh wraps up so there are different ways to attack it not only the outright winner because you're going to get some bad beats you're going to get some golfers that led throughout the tournament and they finish second or they they completely melt on sunday which does happen uh those are tough and you can also do top five top 10 top 20 top 30 there's that you could do stuff like parlaying a bunch of golfers to make the cut or miss the cut if you're looking you're like Aaron if you're looking for a parlay with a fun payout you can do stuff like that I've seen all sorts of all sorts of bets so it's a lot of fun and there are strong opinions out there from respected bettors on research wise how do you handicap a tournament disagreement across the board across the board there's no right way to do this there isn't and I'm kind of in the middle I take a look at everything and what I'm getting at is course history versus form. Course history is the most popular, and you'll see that a lot of these odds are set by where they are in the world rankings, and then also their history at a specific course. Now, with Augusta, the tournament that gets everybody into golf, course history matters 100%. Even the anti-course history people, they will tell you your history at Augusta matters. Every year it's the same people that are in the top 15, top 20 at the Masters. So it matters there. It matters to some places. Just take a look at history. See previous winners, previous top 5 finishers, are, are they always there or did they just happen to pop were, were they in great form? Form matters. I think form probably matters more than more than course history. How are you stroking it at the time? And then Jeff um alluded to If you're into like baseball stats, stuff on fan graphs, you'll be into golf stats because there are a ton, a ton. There's more information available right now than ever before, but you can come up with all sorts of stuff. And the stats that you're looking at at one week when you're looking at the layout of the course and what matters, you could just Google, you know, key stats for this specific tournament for the plantation course at Kapalua. And you'll find a bunch of people that know much more about this. Okay. These are the stats that you want to take a look at. And so there are many ways to uh, handicap golf, but it is so much fun. I was not a golf fan when I was growing up. When Tiger was in his prime, I was not into golf. I thought it was boring. And then I started betting on golf and it's one of my favorite sports to bet on. I would probably put it second after the NFL.
3: Wow. I mean, that, that that's saying a lot uh, so two things you said there that I, I agree with one it does give you the longest sweat or enjoyment whatever you want to say right that that it, four days you get four days out of it two I totally agree and, and it's how I, I hit uh, Morikawa last year the open championship he was like 30 or 33 to one last summer yeah he had great history there and I, I think you mentioned that the golf baseball thing I think the reason why those two correlate well because they're really individual sports right baseball is mm. an individual sport wrapped up in a team sport pitcher versus hitter that's the whole game and it's basically golfer versus course that that's what golf is I mean you have the other participants but it's golfer versus course and I think it's why those two line up and, and that's that's why I jumped into the numbers last year and I I had a lot of fun last summer betting on it because it felt like baseball to me and I like betting on like baseball matchups and home run props because it feels like you kind of have a read on how it should go it doesn't always work but like I, I find this, the similarities there. I can't wait for this year. I can't wait for the tournament this weekend. I'm going to have a play. I know I'm going to watch this yeah. this weekend.
4: Yeah. And what's cool is we, we can do this tomorrow if, if we're not set today. And I don't have all all my research, all my picks done uh, because it's primetime golf. I love it when they're on the West Coast. I love it when they're in, the, in Hawaii because we're going to get some primetime golf so we can talk about it on tomorrow's show. And there'll be plenty of time before the tournament actually gets going. And even once the tournament does get going, it doesn't mean you can't bet on it. there's live betting on outrights available so uh I I saw in the chat earlier that a lot of people were loving the golf uh betting talk there's going to be more of it on the show especially uh once football is in the rear rear rearview mirror
3: yeah and look live betting you get a full day to reset with these golf tournaments live betting within a basketball game it like changes in an instant you got to be on it right away you can't really think you just got to do it so there's that aspect of it too there's more time to think inside a live bet all right on the other side, next hour, final hour of the show, Joe Knows. we got to look at Week 18 lines we like in the NFL and lightning bets all coming your way. Joe O, Joe G, it is L Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Referring a friend on FanDuel Sportsbook could be your ticket to Super Bowl 56. That's right, when you refer a friend on FanDuel Sportsbook, you'll be entered for a chance to win an all-expenses-paid trip for two to Super Bowl 56. Don't miss FanDuel's biggest refer-a-friend offer ever. All you have to do is share an exclusive referral link right from the sportsbook app once your friend places any bet of ten dollars or more you'll both get fifty dollars and you will be entered into the super bowl sweepstakes if you or a friend have been thinking about joining Fanduel, now is the perfect time to give it a shot sign up with promo code betql and refer a friend for your chance to win a trip for two to super bowl 56 that's promo code betql
1: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.